This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Tour. Back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our Raw Reaction series and specifically the Arsenal Transfer Show. No, it's not. It's the Arsenal News Show. You know, eventually I'll just stop saying the wrong words. Good morning. Hope you're well. Hope you're doing good. Do drop a like on the video if you haven't done so already and subscribe to the channel as well it really helps us out as we try on our path for 40,000 subs uh we reached 30,000 the other week it was great news and uh, also last night we conducted the first TGT Twitter Tuesday or hashtag TGT Tuesdays as I'm probably going to try and shorten uh, the promotion for it it was a really good discussion for about two hours or so with lots of different supporters um, I think we had overall about 20 different contributors. We had about 250 odd people that tuned in for it. It was great and uh, I really enjoyed it. And, you know, we're going to try and do these every Tuesday on Twitter, uh, probably around 7, 7.30. And uh, yeah, so if you'd like to get involved with the discussion, make sure you set your reminders for Tuesdays, 7 o'clock. But uh, it was great to see John in there and Mike from the Gooners Pods and Vinny, of course, uh, who's part of this regular podcast. I saw her as well, another one of our members. Uh, yeah, it was great to have so many people on and, and chatting as well. So thanks for taking part in that. Speaking of which, and taking part, please do subscribe to the Arsenal Way. Link is in the description as always. Uh, and also, uh, Vinny is now uh, very close to hitting that £10,000 target. Last When we started doing, like, pr- helping to promote this, uh, I think it was in the early 7,000s or mid 7,000s. So the fact that you know, we're, we're helping getting this up uh, towards 10k is amazing. So if you haven't been able to give anything so far, uh, link is in the description as always to help Vinny raise money for Macmillan Cancer Support as he battles uh, his own problems. But uh, yeah, fingers crossed. And uh, you know, Vinny, we're all backing you and all supporting you. So you've got our support as always. Now we kick off today's news with a bit of a funny story. No, not Manchester United. Um, Tottenham, uh, because Manchester United... <laughs> anyway, I just had to, I had to bring that up. But Arsenal's website experienced a glitch last night or yesterday morning. Um, hmm... 
a, a bit of a glitch. It was an error on the Arsenal website, or so we're told. Uh, there was a glitch that meant that when you had nothing in your basket in the Arsenal shop, it actually displayed a message that said your basket is as empty as Tottenham's trophy cabinet. What? What? How beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> how absolutely wonderful in fact what was better about this is that actually Arsenal ended up having to release a statement um, let me just find the statement uh, Arsenal statement on the club website says error this was posted to the site in error without appropriate checks and approvals and is being removed as quickly as possible oh mm. <laughs> just so funny absolutely brilliant whoever did this is a genius I mean what I find it hilarious that we have to remove it. I think that's slightly sad, is it not? To be honest, can we not just enjoy? Can we not just enjoy the fact, uh, you know, that this is just a little bit of fun and it's a little bit funny? I saw people even moan. How can you moan? Like we have to find something as Arsenal fans to moan about. Some people are like, oh, why, why go down to their level? This isn't funny. It's a bit of fun. Come on, it's just, it is a bit of fun and it's hilarious. Fair play to whoever did it behind the scenes because I think that's great. Um, our first story though uh, revolves around a report from Sammy Motbell who reported that without Champions League fo- uh, football, Arsenal may struggle to uh, sign Bakayo Saka up to a new contract. I understand the theory behind the report. I understand that without Champions League football, it's going to be harder for Arsenal to sign players. Yes, absolutely sure. Um, Certain players anyway. But Bakayo Saka, I feel as though, is a very, very committed Arsenal player. And his future is not reliant upon whether Arsenal qualify for the Champions League or not. So I do struggle a little bit to get on board with this idea that Without Champions League football, Arsenal will struggle to tie Bakayo Saka down to a new deal. But that supposedly is the report. Uh, Manchester City and Liverpool have been said to be tracking Saka's situation. Uh, but I think, you know, I'm fairly confident, like 90-something percent confident that Bakayo Saka will end up signing that new deal with Arsenal. It's it's not like the old days where you had doubts about players. We have commitment from Saka, I'm sure of that. Uh, speaking of players that may not be as committed to Arsenal, uh, Granit Xhaka uh, could be uh, very much open to a summer departure, which I know will come as a, a great pleasure to many of the people that are tuning into the chat box. But supposedly, um, Granit Xhaka is very much open to a move to Roma. Roma tried to sign Xhaka in the summer, but were unsuccessful because of the amount of money that they are offering not being what Arsenal were willing to accept for the Swiss international. Roma have looked like they've needed a bit of a central midfield reinforcement this season, suffering uh, leadership, suffering with silly goals being conceded, and they could do with someone like Granit Xhaka, to be honest, in their team. This isn't an advert. This isn't a come-get-me plea for Roma. It might be a little bit, but Arsenal certainly need to move on and upwards from Granit Xhaka. I think most of us would agree on that, and Arsenal will be looking to sign a midfielder in the summer transfer window most likely one that will improve and upgrade upon Granite Xhaka. So if we're able to move him on and get some money to recoup his transfer fee that ended up being something close to £40 million, then great, because we want to do as much as feasibly possible to try and get this deal over the line. But the information is that Roma, there's been no fresh contacts opened yet with Roma, just that Granite Xhaka would be open to that move if it was to be uh, rekindled, restarted in the summer. 
Now, our penultimate story focuses around Jed Spence, a player who, of course, came to our attention with Nottingham Forest victory in the FA Cup over us. And and Jed Spence had a fantastic game, absolutely ruined Gabriel Martinelli, pocketed him very simply, was great down uh, Forest's right flank, and again played really, really well against Leicester City in the next round of the FA Cup, which has led to plenty of calls for Arsenal to be linked with a move to uh, Jed Spence and Arsenal have been linked with a move to Jed Spence 10 million pounds is said to be the price tag on his head but as reported by Chris Wheatley a number of 11 teams 11 other clubs are said also to have an interest in signing the 21 year old fullback I have talked a number of times about Jed Spence on this channel speaking to people that have watched him consistently and at length there is a feeling that he is a player that steps up his performance to the cameras um certainly raises his game depending on who's watching if you like uh and i have an issue with that i have an issue with players that aren't consistent i have an issue with players that play up to the cameras and that when you buy them their overall and consistent performances are not as reflective as those individual games that we have seen i also think that 10 million pounds is a lot of money. Uh, you may not think of it as a lot of money in the context of some of the signings that teams have made. But when you consider we'd be signing someone who really we've only seen perform really, really well in two games, I, I would struggle. Uh, I would very much struggle uh, to try and justify that price tag at the moment. I think... And I don't buy the argument that Arsenal play on the TV all the time. I don't buy that because it's a different scenario. Spence is playing for a move at this moment in time. It's not to say that he couldn't come to Arsenal and, and play consistently and play well. Um, it's not to write him off entirely. I just think there are better options for Arsenal out there. I just think Arsenal can be smarter in the market. I'd rather go for, say, a Masrawi, for instance, uh, Ajax, who would cost us absolutely nothing because his contract's out of uh, it's out of doubt at the end of the season. And so, therefore, let's let's be respectful in the chat box, Reese. Come on, mate, chill, chill out, fella. Um, when it comes down to um, players that are value for money, Masrawi for free is, is certainly a player that I think would be adding plenty to the Arsenal team. Jed Spence in that game against Leicester City doubled his goal tally for the entire season. Uh, his assist, he's got two assists all season. I just think the consistency isn't there. And I take the advice that I was given from those that have watched him week in, week out, that £10 million and the performances that we see in the FA Cup are not reflective of his overall game. So, you know, we'll see. <laughs> Social says, Tom hating on this guy. Jealousy is a terrible thing, which I know you're joking, Social, but... It's just a simple case of I, I get frustrated where we jump off the back of individual performances that people have watched on telly and have not actually gone into the finer details, the consistent uh, watching of a player. And we get very attached to players very, very quickly. We've done it loads and loads of times. Um, but with Jed Spence, the issue is uh, I think that we can get a better player and a player that suits Arsenal's system in that right-back role plenty uh, more than what Jed Spence does. If we think about it, Tommy Asu's role, his style of play in that fullback position is uh, very, very different. Do we want to sign someone that's utterly and entirely different so that if Tommy Asu's injured, we change the entire way that we play? I'm not sure that it works. It's just my view. 
It's just my view. Um, just asking the questions. <laughs> anyway, our final story, New England Revolution goalkeeper Matt Turner. Uh, a deal between Arsenal and the MLS side is supposedly now done. £4.5 million deal, rising up to £7.5 million, pounds, uh, according to Chris Wheatley of London, claiming that this deal is now fully agreed and that Matt Turner will join and replace Bernd Leno in the summer. Uh, I think he's a player that, you know, has been the MLS player of the season. That's consistent performance throughout the entire campaign. And at 27-28, he's coming in at a good age for a goalkeeper. We know that we're going to have to move Burnt Leno from. I imagine that Burnt Leno's sale will pay for this entire deal, to be honest. Uh, But to get a player in of his level, of his quality, uh, open up more routes to the North American market, which is always a positive uh, is great and the fact that we've got this sorted well ahead of the summer shows that we are moving in the right direction regarding our planning regarding our preparation and we can be very much encouraged by that uh, so fingers crossed it's one that we'll see completed officially on the Arsenal website very soon we may have to wait until the summer for that but apparently it is all now done and ready to go let's jump into the chat box then and go through your questions if you do indeed have any questions from the chat I would be happy to take as many of them as feasibly possible. So let's see what we can do. Let's uh, let's go into the chat box then and see what you guys are saying. Adam says, Clive was pointing out yesterday that some players raise their level with the players around them. Yeah, some players do. And look, let's play out this hypothetical scenario that Arsenal signed Jed Spence. Am I going to want him not to succeed because I've had my doubts? Absolutely not. Because, you know, I'm not sour about anything like that. I would want him to absolutely smash it and prove me wrong. The same as I've wanted Nicolas Pepe to prove me wrong. Or Eddie Nketiah to prove me wrong. They haven't so far, but I want them to. I want them to be able to prove me wrong because it would be to the benefit of Arsenal. I just think there are better savvier options for us in fact i didn't go through my articles today but you can uh read up on some of the articles that i've written uh which one of them last night was all about replacing cedric so three options that are in there go give it a read and hopefully it'll give you some information on some of the other options that are out there uh i saw says is there room to get a player in the profile of casper dolberg i saw i know you're a big fan of him i'm just not sold on casper dolberg to be honest I'm not sure that he fulfills the criteria of what we're after. Uh, he, he kind of falls into that bracket of strikers that are in a bit of a middle ground that don't really fall on the side of the fence that makes me want to jump on them as, as, as a possible option. Uh, he's not prolific enough. He's not physical enough for me. He's not got the pace. He's, he's kind of... It's just in this weird middle ground is Casper Dolberg and I'm not sure that the move to Nice... Uh, has seen him flourish like, say, Atnis Aguirre is doing currently at the moment. I mean, Aguirre is having a great time, but he's more of a second striker to Dolberg than an out-and-out one. Uh, Manu says, firstly, love the confidence yesterday when you basically said Tom Catton doesn't get his heart broken. TC is the guy breaking heart. Who said that? Did I say that? I don't know. Uh, My question is, the 350k salary cursed or should we keep doing it? Um, Hmm... If you told me that Erling Haaland was joining Arsenal and we were paying him £350,000 per week, I'd be fine with that because it's Erling Haaland. 
The difference is, is I don't think we should give those types of contracts to 30-year-old strikers who are only going to go downhill from that point. Even Robert Lewandowski, if you were to sign him, I don't think I would pay him 350 grand a week because he's, from the age that they're at, it's a downward slope from this point. may seem harsh, but it's the reality of the situation. So it depends on who the player is, Manu. If Arsenal can pull off one of the best uh, signings uh, and pull off someone like an Erling Haaland or a Kylian Mbappe, then sure. But that's not realistic. So there you go. Uh, Manu says, do you regret... Oh, just done this double Manu. Do you regret not getting Valtvec course on a six-month loan? I think we may come to regret that. Uh, I think it would have been maybe a six-month loan that could have really uh, helped us uh, for these last six months of the season. Marcus says, did the Reading game happen? Not heard a thing. Mainly wondering if Martinelli was up front. I have had no inkling. Absolutely no inkling at all from this. I've heard nothing, sin nothing. If it did... We don't know what happened. It was very, very secret behind the scenes, it seems. Uh, Rich says, any word on the friendly against Reading? No. James Rowe says, would you offer Roma Xhaka and Aisley Maitland-Niles plus cash for Tammy Abraham? Um, would I go for Tammy Abraham? I would have in the summer. I think there are better players out there now that we can get. I think Schick is better. I think Jonathan David would be better. I think Calvert-Lewin... I still, le- I still like Calvert-Lewin. I would wait until the end of the season for final judgment on him. Isaac, is Isaac better than Abraham? Abraham's having a great season. Look, I think there are better options in the form of David and Schick, definitely. But Abraham is, is certainly someone that if we signed, I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be frustrated. I wouldn't be upset by that at all. Um, I think he's, you know, a, a striker that can be a really consistent goal scorer wasn't given the chance at Chelsea and is taking his opportunity at Roma and, you know, he's taking it well. Jermaine says, Tom, will Isaac's price be reduced in the summer and do you think we will only sign one forward? No, I don't think we'll sign one. I think we should get two. Uh, Isaac, will his price come down? There's more scope for it to come down. How much buy is a separate question and one that I don't really know the answer to because I don't know how much Real Sociedad would be willing to let go of him for. But in the summer, there's more time for them to find a replacement. So yes, you can negotiate the price down in a summer window much, much easier than you can do in the January window. Uh, John says, any truth to the rumour that Spurs personnel are feverishly buying Arsenal's kits to keep the cart from being empty because it's cheaper than signing Kane's replacement? <laughs> Brilliant. Ish B says, who's the better player out of DCL and Ollie Watkins? In my opinion, it's Ollie, it's uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. But Ollie Watkins is, is also a very decent striker, but I do think there are better options out there. Uh, Neil says selling Eddie and bringing in Arta Cabral or Veghorst would have been a small would have been small business and I mean that's not a question but yeah I agree with you I would have rather have seen that happen during this January window. Uh, Isaiah says Tom whatever happened to the two year contract talks rule Arsenal set in motion yet not fulfilled it. I feel like it's a rule that will be in place with the next crop if you know what I mean. So once Lacazette and El Nenny. Uh, and Nketiah are gone, I would struggle to see Arsenal allowing players to go down to that one year. And if they do, you know, then we can sit here and say that has failed. But in the situation where we've had a club full of players that no one's wanted to buy, it is, and we've not wanted to renew their deals, it's been difficult. So, And obviously that was said prior to the pandemic hitting as well. But when it comes down to Saliba, to Saka, to Martinelli, these players and their contracts... Arsenal are going to want to renew those as soon as feasibly possible. 
Um, scrolling down a little bit more. Uh, Afro Gunner says, Tom, Man United drop points. Looked like top four race is wide open. Look, the biggest team for me needing to drop points is Spurs. We need Spurs to drop points. It's as simple as that. They are the biggest threat, in my opinion, to us achieving top four. Uh, West Ham, I think, as shown in their game yesterday against Watford, can you know pick up wins. But I still think that the Europa League and the FA Cup will enable, will probably let, allow them to struggle a little bit more. And the fixture list will certainly pile up on them and United. And not necessarily Spurs as much because they're now out of European football. And again, that's another reason why I think that Tottenham are the main threat for the top four, especially if Antonio Conte there. So we need to make sure that we see them off in the North London derby and that they start to lose points elsewhere. Um, <laughs> Vinny says, why have you not hired Bailey to stalk Tommy Asa yet? Arsenal always hide him before games and then play him. Um, I, 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 I'll speak to Bailey, Vinny, and I'll, I'll, I'll see if he's up for trying to find him. But he's not a private investigator. That's not on his CV. I've not seen his CV, but I can guarantee you it's not on his CV. I don't know what he's capable of. I don't know whether Bailey is capable of being a little bit of a, a private investigator, but if he is and he makes that known, we'll get him on the case. We will get him on the case indeed. Shreyaz says, Hey Tom, what are your thoughts on Anthony? He can replace Pepe in the summer and might even give Saka competition. Uh, Anthony is certainly a player that is on the radar of a lot of clubs. His goals and assists from the 21 years of age in the Eredivisie at Ajax is catching attention of plenty of teams. Whether Arsenal will decide to bring him in, I'm not sure whether he'd want to move to Arsenal, not because it's Arsenal, but because you've got a player in Bakaya Saka that's of a very similar age in the same position. That's what I think would be the biggest obstacle to convince Anthony to join Arsenal. And that's why I think maybe we should be looking at a different kind of aged profile of player, like a slightly older, like an Ismail Assar, like 23-24 kind of age, rather than going for the same similar age bracket as uh, as Saka. But who knows? Maybe we could still bring that player in. King says, isn't two years a bit late, Tom? I better not start renewing from three years down if players don't want to renew if you have enough time to sell at high price and buy a replacement. I think the two-year mark, King, is kind of the cutoff. Two years gives you plenty of control over transfer fee if you want to sell them, and it gives you plenty of time during that summer window to renew, or just during that year, to renew their contract. So I think two years is fine, but when you let them get down to one, it's just not good enough, is it, really? Uh, really loved the space yesterday, says Manu. A bit anxious about my English, but I absolutely loved it. No, Manu, you did fantastically well. Pleasure to speak to you, mate, and uh, I encourage anyone else that's not joined in one of our spaces on Twitter to do so. We're going to be doing them every single Tuesday. Uh, and the first one was yesterday. And it was great. And I had a lot of fun, as I'm sure plenty of other people did on there too. Um, Vug says, summer is so important. Saka, Martinelli and Saliba contracts. You, by the way, you don't have to wait until the summer window to renew contracts. Like well, you, you can renew the contracts of players outside of the transfer window. And we should definitely be looking to do that with Saka and Martinelli as soon as possible. And I'm sure that discussions are taking place as we speak. But Saliba will have to wait till the summer because obviously he is playing elsewhere. So we're going to have to wait for him to return, get the lay of the land and see what's going on before we make a decision on Saliba's contract. But hopefully it's a deal that can get done relatively easily. 
and without too much controversy. But Arsenal don't tend to do things without much controversy, do they? So <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Clocking Bell says, if Arsenal wanted to sign every player that embarrassed us like Spence, then we'd have a list of about 50-plus players on the list. Very, very true. Adam uh, says, Tom, do you think that DCL has a relegation clause? I don't think so. I'd be very surprised because Everton, I don't think, thought that they would be in a relegation scrap. Also, very frustrating to see. Newcastle uh, get that win yesterday. Uh, fingers crossed someone else can come in and absolutely knock them down the pecking order a little bit. And we need Burnley and we need Watford and we need Norwich to continue to try and pick up points where possible. Um, we're going to wrap things up there. Sorry for the slightly shorter show. I've got a, st- uh, a lot of stuff to get on before starting work this morning, but I will be live at 9.30 over on the Arsenal Way. Myself and Chris will be tackling all the latest Arsenal news. Link in the description to the Arsenal Way. Let's do a quick update on how many subs we're on over there. Uh, we are on uh, 8,560 uh, odd subs. So if you haven't subscribed, please, please make sure that you do. Thank you for the continued support on the channel. We've got some exciting stuff coming up over there, plus the usual Six Aside stuff. If you've not watched my embarrassing showings in Six Aside, definitely worth being a subscriber so that you get it. Um, anyway, I'll see you very, very soon. There's going to be a preview show a little bit later on this afternoon for the Wolves game, joined by plenty of the members. Hopefully, we're also going to give you a loan update on William Saliba as well, plus the youth Uh, report updates soon too so make sure you're subscribed for all of that good content thank you for tuning in and as always up the arsenal it's the 90 plus minute all your mates around and you've got a mcnuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfection Order now on the McDonald's app for your Mook delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.